Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hot, sticky weather on the way today, but then again, why wouldn't you expect it? The FFA convention is on. How are you, everybody? Did you enjoy your 4th of July break? Tell you what, the weather is definitely going to require some attention today. 88 are expected high, and we do have a slight chance for a thunderstorm somewhere today. More details on weather with Stu Muck coming up in just a moment. We're going to keep you up to date on details from the Wisconsin State FFA Convention. Started yesterday with day of service and registration activities. Today, the official business activities get going. Uh, We will be there this afternoon with the Wisconsin State FFA Award winners. I'll be emceeing that banquet. Our own Aaron Zimmerman and Michelle Stangler posting and keeping you up to date at Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook and at MidwestFarmReport.com. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. We're counting down the days now before the fabulous farm babe from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison meets up with the tall drink of water that's at the northern edge. Of course, I'm talking about Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. I am Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn. Wisconsin Farm Technology now literally just weeks away after years worth of dedication, Bob. And I'll tell you what, very impressed with the tenacity of the folks in Eau Claire County that will be hosting the big show, uh, those volunteers that are sticking with it, and those folks that are still focused on education, which is the goal of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Two weeks from today is opening day, Pam, of Farm Technology Days 2021 in Eau Claire County. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and Innovation Square will feature world's largest horseradish producer, the world's largest red kidney bean grower and processor, uh, organic operation as far as fish, largest in the world, and of course, uh, one of the largest apple growers in the Midwest, Ferguson Orchards. I talked to Andy Ferguson recently about uh, not only Farm Technology Days, but also about this year's crop. We knew because of some frost, some of those tender berries, whether it be strawberries or whatever, Got nipped a little bit, but I asked Andy how nervous he has been this spring and every spring for that matter, as far as weather and his tender apple blossoms this time of the year. Yeah, you know, you mentioned being nervous, and as all farmers, but especially apple farmers, we're just always nervous, so we're we're, we're pretty used to that. But uh, we did have some very dry conditions like everyone else and uh, pretty cold temperatures in the spring, but we're pretty happy with what we're looking at now. And by now, we can generally tell what's going to stay on the tree and what kind of crop we're going to have. Did you have to go to any irrigation at all this spring before we get some of these recent rains? Yeah, it's very important that the tree gets enough water, especially at this phase when it's really starting to grow the apples. Uh, So luckily we have irrigation set up in most of our orchards. Uh, It's a special drip irrigation. So instead of losing a lot to evaporate, 
evaporation, we're setting it right down onto the roots and back to the soil, and that seemed to have gotten everything through just fine. Um, it's not quite as big of a deal with trees because just like any tree, they, they have quite the reserves built up, but uh, as far as fruit finish and fruit quality, that's where we choose to irrigate. Uh, as far as frost, you know, we saw some pretty cold temperatures during the time where we really don't want to see those, which is right during bloom. Um, luckily, we have some big frost fans set up that basically circulate the warmer air from up in the atmosphere down over the orchards, and those worked really well this year. I was woken up many nights in the middle of the night by those things uh, automatically turning on. It sounds like a helicopter is hovering over the orchard, so, um, and they actually were very successful in warming up the temperatures four or five degrees, which every degree counts, and that uh, seemed to have gotten through with a pretty decent crop. And frost will affect different crops at different temperature levels. What is the the level that uh, apples can take, especially these new blossoms? And uh, I would assume the fans did their job. Yeah, so when you're in full bloom, which is what we were at at the time, if it gets down around 28 degrees, you could lose around 10% of your crop. And then if it gets all the way down to the low 20s, 21, say, you could lose up to 90%. So when I say every degree counts, that's not an exaggeration, and the fans really help a lot with that. So we did see some temperatures down in the low 20s, um, and we definitely saw some loss to our crop. But I think what ultimately is going to end up happening with what we're seeing now is we're, we have so many apple trees that we're going to have plenty of apples for our own stores and our customers and you know, come out and pick apples, and it might be the crop that we send to the grocery stores, kind of the excess that's impacted. Did you talk to any growers around the state that had some frost damage that was significant? As you mentioned, you think you're going to have plenty, but uh, were there some areas that uh, were just too cold, the fans didn't help enough? Yeah, well, and not everyone has fans. You know, that's a pretty, pretty big investment, and uh, you know, what we're seeing from around the state is kind of varying levels of damage, which is typical because there there are orchards and on ridge tops, you know, where the cold air kind of naturally drains off. And then if you're down in a valley, it's you're a little more susceptible to the cold. So we're, we're seeing all kinds of levels, which is kind of typical for Wisconsin. And you just undertook a, a major expansion program. Tell us what you just got wrapped up. Yeah, we just got done uh, planting a few trees. We planted 54,000 apple trees, which was a, a big deal for us. That was more trees than we've ever planted, and as far as I know, that's the biggest apple tree planting in the state history. So everything went really well. It took about 40 days to get all the trees in the ground, all the trellis built around it, so it kind of looks like a vineyard, you know, and the trees are this young. Got them irrigated and fertilized, and they're uh, they're looking good our little babies 54,000 all one variety different varieties what did you put in there are a couple different varieties in there. Um, we did plant some First Kiss apples. It's a new apple out of Minnesota, and that's in our Minnesota orchard. And that's a new variety that we're really excited about. And then the vast majority of them are a new strain of Honeycrisp. So it's a, a strain that turns redder than maybe a typical Honeycrisp that you're used to seeing. Um, it's going to taste exactly the same, have the same texture. We're only trying to kind of help the aesthetic by making it look a little more appealing you know pardon the pun but uh those those we're really excited about and one of the things that you're going to be involved in this summer that 
you don't get involved in any other time. Farm Technology Days will be in Eau Claire County. Ferguson Orchards will be part of Innovation Square. What are some of the things, Andy, that you want to show the visitors? That Everybody's eating an apple, of course, but what are some of the things you want to show them about uh, maybe behind the scenes when you're raising apples? Yeah, when we heard Farm Technology Days was coming to Eau Claire, we knew we definitely wanted to be involved. And I think uh, Innovation Square was kind of the logical place to do that, especially given this year's theme in Innovation Square of local crops that people might not know are actually grown here. Uh, so one of the things we're going to be showcasing are um, all the special equipment we use. You know, it's it's kind of the opposite with apple farms as to row crop farms. The bigger the apple orchard, the smaller smaller your equipment gets because you're actually planting higher and higher density. We're seeing 10 to 11 feet between rows of trees, so all our tractors are special narrow tractors. Um, and a lot of equipment we end up having to fabricate ourselves and kind of invent because we're not in a huge, we're not in Washington State here, so uh, a lot of that stuff's hard to come by and we end up kind of inventing our own, so we're excited to showcase some of that. And Wisconsin has a, a wonderful apple industry here, but you were telling me one time about how much bigger Washington State is than Wisconsin. Relay that to the folks again, how much bigger Washington State is than Wisconsin's apple industry. Yeah, I think the the saying goes that there's even a single orchard in Washington State that's bigger than all the orchards in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa combined. So we're uh, we're we're doing big plantings, but that's kind of a drop in the bucket. Uh, we have many years of having to do that to, to really be on that scale, and that's really one of our strengths, as I see it, is you know staying regional, um, really you know providing local fruit. Um, we hope there continues to be a demand for uh, fruit and really all all crops that are grown locally and we we try to capitalize on that so what will we have at innovation square at the ferguson orchards booth or area samples what are you going to show them yeah, we could bring some of this year's crop, but they'd be very small and green and tart, so I think we're going to skip that. Uh, we will have apples there from uh, our past crops, you know, working with our distributor and packing house, but I think what we're most excited to showcase are, are both our growing practices, the machinery. Um, we're going to try to transplant some apple trees in Innovation Square there and build it up how, how we would do in a modern orchard. And then on the other side of that, we're going to showcase some of our agritourism that we do, which I really think is a great value add for farms. Um, and that's something that we've become pretty known for in the region. So we'll have different activities and displays relating to that too which Andy Ferguson's favorite apple. You've grown up in this business, so over the years you've tasted a lot of them, and I'm sure some that aren't around anymore. <laughs> yeah, the the go-to is always Honeycrisp. Um, I'm also a big fan of Zestar, uh, which is kind of an earlier variety of Honeycrisp that lets you get that same taste without waiting quite as long, and then Pizzazz would be the new one that I'm really excited about. And some of those will be at Innovation Square in Tent City at Farm Technology Days. Ferguson's Orchards will be there. Andy Ferguson with us, not only uh, with the family orchards in Wisconsin and Minnesota, past president of Wisconsin Apple Growers. Ferguson's Orchard at Farm Technology Days, and it looks like a beautiful crop is on the trees right now. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
Hey, check the grill. The game's coming on. It's time to turn those Johnson Sausage Brats. And what a deal. You buy five packages at $6 each, and you get a package free. Pick up burgers, roast, chops, and Wisconsin's finest cheese at Johnson's Sausage Shop in Rio. They're perfect for cooking out or eating in. Add your favorite beer, wines, or liquor, and eat deliciously. See johnsonsausage.com. Brats are ready. Johnson's Sausage Shop in Rio. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We've built our bank around no-nonsense solutions. We've made every ATM your ATM with our unlimited surcharge fee refunds. With our mobile app, deposit your checks and pay your bills. Simplify savings with smart automation. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Landscape Envy? That's what you create when you add Kalani Wash decorative stone to your landscape. Choose from our selection of multicolored stones for around trees, shrubs, and under decks. Plus, we offer gravel stone for walkways, driveways, and a base for patio bricks and retaining walls. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. And good looking decorative stone. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we turn the corner now after the long holiday weekend. Back to work for traders in Chicago. We'll be talking about that with John Heinberg. He'll be joining us live this morning. Time to talk weather. Our buddy Stu Muck after the three-day weekend back along with us. And it looks like rain showers are going to be back along with us at least a little bit. What, every day this week? Or what do you see? Well, at least today and into tomorrow. I mean, Pam, even northeast Wisconsin had some rain last night, early this morning. Uh, I had almost a tenth of an inch here south of Fond du Lac. I see 1100s at De Pere, and they claim the Fond du Lac airport off to my north about 1200s of an inch. That east central part of the state did have a little rain. The radar indicating that clearing way out over Lake Michigan, now lower Michigan. Rainfall redeveloping out in the Dakotas, western and southwest parts of Minnesota. A cool front is going to drop in from the northwest to the southeast today. I expect during the afternoon that showers and even a few thunderstorms develop. Well, it may not be until, you know, 3, 4 o'clock and then later, but rain a little more likely overnight and certainly expected for tomorrow. Not only will that cool front drop right into southern Wisconsin, but low pressure will travel east along it. Now, I'd say the heaviest rain would kind of be on that line from La Crosse, Mauston, over toward Oshkosh, Fond du Lac, and areas north of that. And that's where rain amounts by late tonight into the day tomorrow could easily add up into, a, well, let's just say almost inch to inch and a half range. Some localized heavier amounts closer to two could be a possibility. The biggest threats with thunderstorms out of this system right now will be localized heavy rains, some strong winds, a small chance of some hail that may be a little further north. 
But nonetheless, it looks like rain is going to be a part of the picture, especially for midweek Wednesday. And with it, much cooler temperatures from upper 80s and 90s yesterday. We may only find our way back into the very upper 60s or near 70 by Wednesday and stay cooler for Thursday. Sounds like a nice break after a very hot start to the week. And, of course, a hot wrap-up to a lot of folks' long weekend. There's going to be a, a very small rain chance trying to edge in again as we look on toward Friday or Friday evening or just into Saturday. Doesn't look to be quite as much or, or pack the punch in terms of the amounts of rain here at the end of the week. But at least on toward midweek Wednesday, I'd say some rain amounts pretty easily up to an inch or a bit more going to be seen almost anywhere across our listening area, central and even southern Wisconsin. I'll have forecast details, talk about cool temps right after. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> Uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. <laughs> so we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. All righty, Stu, let's have those details for the week. All right, well, still a sunny start today and warm temps. I'd expect that we look for temperatures in the upper 80s, low 90s, La Crosse and Mauston, and that chance for an afternoon shower or a thunderstorm to start building in. Watch for it here later afternoon, 3, 4 o'clock. Overnight, mostly cloudy, scattered showers, a few storms. Nighttime lows dropping into the low 60s with the southwest winds at 5 to 10. A cloudy day Wednesday, showers, possible thunderstorms, rain amounts from tonight into Wednesday, pushing up toward an inch or more. Tomorrow's temps, upper 60s at best, maybe around 70 at La Crosse for a warm spot. East winds at 5 to 10. Still some rain into Wednesday night. It could linger into early Thursday, but by Thursday, partly sunny, cooler. A lot of upper 60s, maybe a 70 again at La Crosse with the north wind at 5 to 10. Even uh, looking ahead toward Friday, Pam, with a chance of rain late in the day, mid-70s, cooler than normal through the rest of the week. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, I did notice how quickly the temperatures dip, but at least that'll give us a little break in the barn, you know what I mean? Oh, and we need it after that heat of, of yesterday and Sunday, any kind of a break down to 70s and add a little breeze to it, at least for the rain shower, it's going to feel a lot nicer. Yeah, I'll take it. All right, very good, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow and see how those uh, rain chances are stacking up, all right? Yeah, clean out the rain gauges. <laughs> Sounds good. See ya. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, with those weather details. Yeah, clean out the rain gauge. I checked my rain gauge the other day and found a big dune bug or some kind of critter flo- floating in the top. I don't know if that throws off my measurements, but he's gone now, too. Like Stu said, get the rain gauge ready and always remember the Midwest Farm Report's Talk text line is where you can report whatever rain you've got, even as slim as it may have been so far this growing season. And that number again, 877-301-FARM. That's 
888-900-3776. Your opportunity to communicate directly with me. And it doesn't have to just be the rainfall information. You can also let me know what's happening in your community. want to remind folks that might be in South Central Wisconsin or tractor enthusiasts, we have got the Farm Babe Boogie Tractor Parade back again Saturday, July 17th in conjunction with the Dane County Fair. All tractor drivers are welcome to join us. Have your tractor lined up at 11 a.m. sharp behind the Alliant Energy Center for the Farm Bay Boogie Tractor Parade 2021. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Case IH equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with a non-residential burglary investigation. On June 26, 2021, at approximately 11.35 p.m., MPD officers were dispatched to the Henry Vilas Zoo for a non-residential burglary. Private security had responded to an alarm and located evidence of a burglary. A male suspect had entered into the gift shop area and stole cash from a donation box. The Madison Police Department is now seeking the public's assistance in identifying the suspect. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward. This looks like a car. Has tires. Headlights, a hood. Windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them, too. There's a front seat and back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year... We'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. 
If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home? Receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. So you've got a bigger project that you're looking at this year. Well, guess what? McFarland's is your partner for success. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City or online, McFarland's.net. I'm talking about the bigger pieces you're looking at, the brush cutters, the pull-behind mowers, balers, tedders. Guess what? McFarland's has got the selection you're looking for, plus they service everything they sell. Go to the store, 780 Carolina Street, or shop online as well, McFarland's.net. Some of America's bravest warriors are returning home wounded. Here's one of them. My name is Norberto Lara. While I was on a combat patrol, a rocket propelled grenade took my arm off at the shoulder. I was discharged from the Army, and I've been working with the Wounded Warrior Project since 2007. I don't have to be severely wounded. A lot of guys have post-traumatic stress disorder. Being able to share your story kind of helps you wrap your mind around what did happen over there. My name is Norby, and yes, I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, but I'm okay. Don't suffer in silence. Contact WoundedWarriorProject.org. Yeah, but it it was the same the same plan. Like, it, it finally makes sense to me. You know what? It it it's it, and you guys kind of covered some of the reasons for this earlier. You were you were talking about the Cardinals and how they are just riddled with injuries and what don't they have right now? Depth. Yeah, that's how the Brewers are in first place because they have depth. They might not have the best lineup one through nine on the field on paper for a season. But they have the ability to put the better team on the field every single day. And when you can't go out and spend unlimited sums on, on, on you know, big-name guys, that's how you have to do it. Of course, it doesn't hurt that you've got three of the best pitchers in the National League anchoring your rotation yeah. and the best closer in baseball at the back end of the bullpen. You know, Obviously, that is a huge part of it. But you look at all the guys that have gone down this year and all the guys that have struggled, they've had guys stepping up. And I think that is what Stearns is trying to do, to make sure that they can have maybe not the best team, but they can have the better team each day over the course of 162. And then, you know, you throw your your, your chips in the middle of the table come the postseason. And listen, we know in the postseason, it's not the Yelichs, it's not the Aaron Judges, it's not the Mike Trout. Mike Trout never goes to the playoffs. It's pitching. And the Brewers have the biggest weapon you can have getting in the playoffs right now. I mean, can you imagine going to the, uh, a, a three-game series in the uh, NLDS and you're throwing out Woodruff, you're throwing out Burns, and you're throwing out Peralta? I mean, you're good to go. Man. Even if you've got to play the wild card game, I mean, you still have options in there. So I, I, I think this is just a matter of it's going the way David Stearns kind of designs things to go. You're, you've got great pitching. You've got the right mix of players to cover you on a daily basis, uh, and, and you're just letting the chips fall as they may. And it, it doesn't hurt that the rest of the division is kind of stinking it up right now. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible what's going on. Andrew Wagner joining us right now. Check out his work at Forbes.com. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Wagner. So, Drew, let me ask you, brother, 
Uh, you know, the addition of Willie Adamas is well documented to be the spark of the Milwaukee Brewers on that offense. But what about the return of Keston Hira? Has he figured it out? I know it's a small sample size up and down from the minors, but is Kest Daddy finally, finally getting to that form that we saw his rookie year? And maybe. I mean, very well, maybe. He looks like it. He's looking like he did in the beginning. Uh, sometimes it just takes a little bit of an extended break, and sometimes it takes two of them. And he could go in a slump again before the end of the year, but you look at the way that he's performing right now, and, and that's kind of what you expect out of him. Not so much the results, but the approach and what he is swinging at, what he isn't swinging at. Yeah, he's still going to strike out a lot because that's just what he does, and he's also a young player. But he's, he's swinging at good pitches. He's driving balls. He's making good decisions out there. It's what you need out of him. Totally. Um, Andrew, let me ask you, brother. Jackie Bradley Jr., is he finally coming into his own, too? Because, my God, that defensive play last in Elfield was incredible, and his stick oh, like is getting hot a little better lately. I mean, that was that was that, that should be illegal. I mean, that was just straight <laughs> tomfoolery, man. That was that was cruel. He's you know he's been a good defender the whole time, and I, I think we need to give him credit for that because that gets lost uh, in just how miserable he's been at the plate. They also weren't expecting him to play as much as he has. Listen, it's been a hard situation for him. I don't ever want to make excuses for a major league player. You know, you're, you're getting paid a lot of money to do a job. I know it ain't easy, but there are expectations. He stunk this year, and he's the first one to admit it. Um, you think you're seeing signs of, of him snapping out of it, and that's encouraging. You're seeing good at bats. He has had bad luck, and I know people look at that as an excuse, but there are numbers to back that up. Yeah. I mean, you look at his you know, batting average on balls in play, it's just abhorrent. You look at his spray charts, like he is literally hitting them where they are instead of hitting them where they ain't. Um, <laughs> it, it does even out in the end of the season. But listen, here's the thing. If he's batting 150, 160, sub 200 going into September, uh, and then he comes up with three or four game-winning hits or clutch hits or clutch RBIs, uh, you know that, that kind of clinch you a playoff spot at some point over that final month, are you really going to care? I was doing it in April, May, and June. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's there's a reason there's 162 games. You know, it, it, you want more out of them. You're paying them a good deal of money. But listen, it, it's a tough situation. You're coming in with a short camp, adjusting to new pitchers, adjusting to a new league, adjusting to new settings. Like, it ain't easy. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And of course, we're going to catch up with our friend John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. Uh, looks like things are a little slow to develop as far as early trade this morning, but we'll find out what John sees developing this week as far as news is concerned. I'm Pam Youngke. Now, from the Countryside Landmark Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. So, today is the sixth day of July. A lot of happy birthdays for this morning. Congratulations and happy birthday to former President George W. Bush. He's 75 years old today. Uh, Back on this day in 1935, the 14th Dalai Lama was uh, born. Also, happy birthday to actor Sylvester Stallone. He's 75 years old today. Kevin Hart, the comedian, he turns 42. And, of course, another reason to remember today, it is uh, the official beginning of business at the Wisconsin State FFA Convention. The 92nd Wisconsin State FFA Convention really commences with opening sessions today. I'll be there this afternoon 
for the special awards banquet. And of course, uh, Aaron Zimmerman, along with Michelle Stangler, are going to be there every day of the FFA convention. You can follow and see their posts at MidwestFarmReport.com. Also, fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook will be pretty lively this week with all the activities from the state convention. And now you know. We want you to know that Quick Trip has partnered up with state farm agents all across the state to give your family a little milk shot in the arm. They've got 54,000 vouchers for free milk, which can be redeemed at any Wisconsin Quick Trip location through July 16th. It's a part of their effort to boost about $120,000 worth into our local economy with the dairy effort. I talked about it with John McHugh, Quick Trip Director of Public Relations, and asked him to tell me a little bit more about Quick Trip's dedication to Wisconsin agriculture, especially our dairy industry. We actually started our first dairy back in 1981. It started in Caledonia, Minnesota. It was so successful for us back then that we actually then moved that plant to our current facility in 1984. So it's been a strong tradition for Quick Trip, uh, supporting dairy and selling dairy products. Uh, this last year, we just started another addition onto our dairy. Our current dairy is 175,000 square feet. We're going to add a whole other addition on. And part of that, what we learned during the pandemic is, as many of you know, we produce our own ice cream as part of our dairy. Our ice cream sales during the pandemic went through the roof. Uh, couldn't keep our store stocked. Well, people realize it's a great product. It all comes from dairies here in Minnesota, Wisconsin. And when they know their ice cream is coming from something local, they love it. And like you said, they respond in big ways. And that means not only good things for Wisconsin dairy farmers, but you guys. I I can't can't go into a location where you're not looking for more employees. So that factors in, too. It does. We're actually known as a top workplace in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa, in the states in which we operate. The family that owns us, we're family-owned, treats us incredibly well and generous. All the profits come back to all of us co-workers. The family that owns us takes almost nothing out of this company for themselves. It comes back to all of us. So we all run the business like we own it, all 31,000 of us. Mm-hmm. And that business model that they've uh, helped create really is getting attention, not just in the state, but I'm guessing nationwide. I mean, it, it, the model, the, the one-stop shop, so to speak, it's really working and getting attention. Yeah, we're in our industry, the convenience store industry, really considered a leader. And part of that's because of that vertical integration model where uh, 80% of all the products inside a quick chip store, um, we actually make or produce here in La Crosse. So as we all know, we have our own dairy, our own bakery, our own commissary, ice plant. And what we found, especially during the pandemic, is people could get all their basic staples, all the things they needed, but in and out in less than two minutes, which was important for people because sometimes they didn't feel comfortable going to the big box retailer where we, they were in that store and exposed to other people for 30 minutes or so. So uh, it's been a good experience for us and great for our guests. Now let's talk about this recent partnership with uh, State Farm Insurance Agents across the state. This is, again, not the first time that Quick Trip has partnered with uh, other state leaders on behalf of uh, dairy and people that may need it. Tell me about this 2021 campaign. You bet. Yeah, it started actually last year, first time, and that's when we heard so many farmers didn't have places where their milk could go, and we heard that that farmers are actually dumping milk, which for us is almost in the category of a major sin. So uh, we actually ramped up production, and then we're looking for places in which we could distribute that milk because we were actually producing more than we could sell in our stores. So two things, we partnered with State Farm uh, to help our communities where people needed those milk supplies, and also with school districts that were still providing milk for students, although they were not 
not in session, were still coming to school for their meals. So it was an important partnership. Uh, we're grateful that State Farm has decided to do it again this year. And it's our way of really promoting dairy here in Wisconsin. Uh, it's, it's dairy month, and anything we can do to help with that, we're always open to those suggestions. Let me ask you, John, in hindsight now that we're kind of working our way through the pandemic, what did you learn, maybe as an employee, maybe as just an individual? What did Quick Trip learn about either the vulnerabilities or I guess we'd say the the great stories that were unrevealed previously? What did you learn during the pandemic? The one thing that was real helpful for us was our vertical integration model. So as you saw, a lot of different uh stores, big box retailers out of certain products, we could actually ramp up production because we control our own production. So for example, to make sure that we stayed in stock with loaves of white bread, which was hard to keep on the shelf, you know, we cut back on, on other items uh, that we made in, in the bakery. Uh, we were able to ramp up milk production and milk production consumption change for us is it moved away from a lot of the single serve sizes to a lot more gallons. So we ended up doing a lot more gallons last year than we've ever done before. Um, You know, people were were consuming their milk at home and not on the road, so that changed. The one thing we also learned is that the customer still wants a really frictionless experience in terms of buying their products. So what you'll see this summer rollout is curbside pickup at a quick trip. So you could uh, access the mobile app and tell the people at the store, I need my gallon of milk, loaf of bread, uh, potatoes, onions, and show up at Pump 7, and they'll bring it right out to you. Is that sometimes people are still uncomfortable coming into a store. And we also learned that if you're a mom with two little kids in the back seat, to get them unstrapped and into the store can be inconvenient. So if we can make that convenience even quicker, no pun intended, that's what we want to do. Excellent. John McHugh along with us again uh, from Quick Trip, partnering up again this year with State Farm Insurance agents all across the state of Wisconsin to make sure that uh, people have access to dairy. Now, tell me a little bit more about how people can interact with those State Farm agents, John, uh, because once they hear this, they're going to want to get in on the program. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, All of our State Farm agents throughout the state have vouchers uh, for gallons of milk. All they need to do is to reach out to whoever their closest agent is and that agent will be happy to supply them with those vouchers. So we, we thought it was a good partnership because almost every place where we have a quick trip store, you also have a state farm agent close by. So it's just a natural good partnership of two Wisconsin-based companies. John McHugh, he is the Director of Public Relations for Quick Trip. Again, as he said, 54,000 vouchers available for free milk. All you need to do to get one, contact your state farm agent in a community near you, And like you said, that promotion runs through July 16th. When hot weather strikes your cattle, milk production drops and feed intake decreases. Summer heat may also impact the viability of your herd's reproductive cells. Protect your bottom line this summer by adding BioVets Bovine Gold Light to your cow's daily ration. And keep the herd hydrated, maintain milk production, and keep your breeding program in check. Call now and they'll help you add Bovine Gold Light to your animal health program. 1-800-BIOVET-1. 1-800-BIOVET-1. BioVet. Innovation at work. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? 
Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Case IH equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. We're visiting with John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend in just a moment here. Kind of a weird way to start a Tuesday morning after a three-day weekend. I honestly do not see much activity. It looks like December corn closed nine and a quarter cents lower at five seventy-nine and three quarters. November soybeans closed up three and a half at thirteen ninety-nine, and July wheat closed down twelve and three quarter cents at six forty-five and hasn't moved since then. We'll talk with John about that in just a moment. Friday, we saw barrel cheese gain a penny and a half at 150. 40 pound block cheese were up a quarter at 155 and a half. Double A butter finished the week going into the holiday unchanged at $1.74 per pound. Right now, the July milk, it finished two cents stronger at 1679 a hundredweight. August milk is up 17 in overnight trade at 1688 a hundredweight. That one is actually moving. Well, what else is moving our market this morning? We're going to be talking about that next with John Heinberg joining us live on this post-4th of July weekend Tuesday. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala. We're ready to take on tough cases. Some firms won't take them. It's not the field that they play on, and that's okay. But when it comes to personal injury cases, Clifford and Rihala is ready to play and win on any and all fields. There have been a number of times when other firms have asked us to handle their most complex cases, and we relish these opportunities because that's where the most skilled attorneys can make the biggest impact for clients. We aren't afraid of hard work, and we won't shy away from putting in the extra hours it takes to win tough cases. We do absolutely everything that is necessary to bring you the best result we can. And that's what it's going to take to get you all that you deserve for your injuries and everything you've lost. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you for justice. MyJustice.com there are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves they have always defended this nation 
and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines. You could go to Chicago to hear about the Board of Trade. But isn't it easier to listen to Pam Yonke? This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All righty, let's get at it for a Tuesday. Three days worth of uh, relaxation, we hope, for traders in Chicago. Now back to business. John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend is with us. And I, I said to John off air, I don't see any action on quarter beans yet. Well, there's a reason. We're not we're not back on, on track till, what would you say, 830 this morning, huh? Yeah, with the holiday break, we didn't have overnight trade last night, so we hit the ground run at 8.30 here this morning. So sometimes those can be kind of an interesting start if you got some pent-up demand one way or another. So we'll have to see how things kind of open up the gates here this morning, especially after the, the weather and things this weekend. Yeah, let's talk about the acres report first, and then we'll pivot to Tropical Storm Elsa. Uh, what did you see in the acres report? It sure was enough to inspire movement. Yeah, it was. It was, again, another one of those surprises that came at us and uh, was obviously a very friendly surprise, but especially on that corn acre side of it, you know, this market thought we were going to be pushing close to 94 million and we came in at 92.7. Obviously, so that was below expectations. We saw that limit up move in most of the contracts on the front end on on Wednesday. And then the bean uh, side of the equation basically was even down a tick from the March intentions at 87.6 million uh, acres. So not a lot of movement in terms of new acres added in since March and obviously for the bean market that really keeps the supply side extremely tight you know we were talking earlier that we were hoping we could get close to 90 million just to maybe get those carryout numbers a little bit more comfortable so uh, very friendly corn very friendly beans at least in the short term now we're back to focusing on the weather yeah and let's talk about the weather this week the developing story is going to be about that tropical storm uh, that was moving through Cuba what's the word this morning John well, Tropical Storm Elsa is going to slide up the eastern coast. And just like we saw the last time, it's going to bring a little bit of shift in maybe some of the weather patterns here in the Midwest and may not be the most friendly for prices, but definitely friendly for crops. And uh, we're looking at maybe some increased moisture chances, cool temperatures here this week after we kind of get through this hot spell, uh, you know, that we've dealt with the last couple of days. You know, so that basically could put some pressure, especially on that corn market, even with that 92.7 million acre number. You know, the crop's looking pretty good. I was down in the south west corner at my father's over the weekend things look great just needs a rain and if we get some of this uh, forecast materialized that could be that you know quote unquote million dollar rain that people are looking for uh, that could put this crop through the potential's really good at least for the majority of the corn belt so that's going to keep some pressure maybe on corn prices here you know beans we'll have to see what happens the supply side is going to be all based on what happens in the demand even with those acres we do need a bumper crop so we'll have to watch the trends things look good going into pollination with that storm coming through and possibly bringing some cooler temps in and some moisture across the grain belt. Got to ask you, John, a developing story this morning that uh, more companies have been cyber attacked. Have you seen anything or heard anything from your news sources? No agriculture companies involved that we know of right now, huh? I haven't seen anything at this stage, you know, just kind of keep an eye on the morning news line. So nothing here at this time frame, but obviously it's becoming an issue that you know, after the JBS incident, yeah. how much impact it can have quickly in a market. Well, and crude oil, too. That's the other reason why I ask. Crude oil is kind of on the move again. 
Crude oil futures this morning broke to their highest price basically in six years, taking out the 2018 high just by a few cents this morning. You know, OPEC was having this meeting last week. They came at a bit of an impasse regarding some you know production quotas. So that's going to keep the supply side of the equation fairly tight. And the demand obviously is much improved uh, as things have been, you know, opening up from COVID and travel of this, this summer. So right now we're pushing through. They're cha- going to be possibly challenging that $80 barrier. And really there's not a lot over top this chart here if this area doesn't doesn't hold it and that could be something to watch as we go into the summer obviously we're going to see it at the pump in terms of what we pay for gas but at the same time in the commodity markets crude oil can sometimes be a leader and if we got that inflation play back in charge you know that could boost prices too uh, so that's something we're gonna have to watch what happens here over the next handful of weeks but right now they, they suspended their talks and definitely in this OPEC meeting and uh, at this time frame that's going to keep the deficit probably uh, very much in play which could promote those oil prices higher. Let's talk a little bit. Crop progress report will be delayed because of the 4th of July holiday, but talk to me about what states you're going to be keenly focused in on when we start getting those ratings this week. You know, again, we're going to really watch what's happening in terms of the Northern Plains. You know, when we saw those acre numbers come out last week, a good chunk of the new acres that came in was South Dakota, North Dakota, and even into Minnesota. So obviously that's going to be something strong in the market's eyes and especially in soybeans because again we said that supply side is going to be extremely tight even if we have a good crop and we need every bushel we can find out of that region obviously they continue to struggle Uh, they did pick up some key rains here over the weekend in some portions it looked like as uh, the radars kind of showed some moisture moving through Uh, we'll have to see how those ratings come out at the same time too what happens with that spring wheat crop which continues to struggle horribly in those conditions and that could just be one of those side markets that just fires everything up, uh, especially if wheat, wheat gets a bid, corn will get a bid. So, you know, that'll be the big focus again. Obviously, what's happening in those areas as it looks like the majority of the corn belt's at least improved here, but those ratings today, we'll keep a close eye on that Northern Plains. Tell them how they can get in contact with you, John, and um, Doc, talk about some of these strategies going into uh, the pollination stage. Sure. Love to chat with anybody anytime. Feel free to call the office 800-334-9779. Feel free to shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And again, don't forget about our website, totalfarmmarketing.com. You know, we got a lot of information there as well as webinars. Feel free to register as well as, you know, look up my contact information. Beauty. Sounds good, my friend. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, John. Sounds great. Have a good week. All right, John Heinberg joining us live on a Tuesday morning with a quick update on what he sees developing as far as the trade and the markets are concerned. And like we said, you can go to TotalFarmMarketing.com and follow up.